This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. All things work out together for good. For them that loves God and for them that are called according to His purpose. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. For all the promises of God find their yes in him. That is why it is through him that we utter our amen to, the, to God for his glory. And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ. And it is God who has anointed us. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that send out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. For its leaves remains green. Now, your leaves can represent your streams of income. It can represent your health. And it can represent your financial stability. And I want everybody to shout this morning and say, my, my leaves will remain green. Even in a time of drought. And this person is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. In a bad economy, you can still be blessed. In famine, you can experience overflow. And in a time of job loss, you can be promoted. Come now, come now, come now, saints of God. Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious about, do not be anxious about anything. The ESV translation. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request, make out your check. <laughs> I've said to somebody the other day, the measure that you ask is the measurement that you have for how big God is in your life. You cannot make God nervous by asking. He's not intimidated by your asking. God does not have a limited resource. There's no bankruptcy in heaven. Let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. I'd like to read this in this manner. You know, finally, brethren, put in place an antivirus program for your mind. <laughs> How many of you, is bad news if one virus gets hold of your hard drive 
and everything is messed up that you saved up for the last couple of years. And you can build your faith for years, precept upon precept, line upon line, and build your faith. And then you come in the company of real, real, real unbelief, negativity. And one bad word can be a, a virus that can contaminate your faith. And what you have believed God all these years that God can do, you come at the point of your breakthrough, and then you believe the bad report. And when that antivirus program is in place, you will start thinking about things that are honorable, that are just, that are pure, that are lovely, that are commendable, if there is any excellence, if there be anything worthy of praise, think on these things. You know what the disciples says? The disciples came and said, Jesus, this is a deserted place. We've got 5,000 people to feed. We don't have food. That's a deserted place. Have you had people speak like that? That God can do a lot of miracles everywhere in the world, but not here. Because Joburg, hey, it's a deserted place. P.E., oh, it's a deserted place. So where can God work? Oh, only in America, Europe, Asia. No, 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 no. Wherever you are present, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. When you show up, the blessing shows up. Hallelujah. When you open up your mouth, miracles is about to happen on your declaration. Be anxious for nothing. Yeah. 1 Peter 5, 8, be sober-minded, watchful. Your adversary prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Well, I've got some good news for you. A roaring lion does not devour. So as long as the enemy throws out threats at you, you should know there's no bullets in that gun. You are safe. You have a shield of faith that protects you. You have a bloodline around you. A wall of fire is there to guard you. Hallelujah. I like this. Psalms 55, 22. Give your burdens to the Lord. Another translation says, cast it. Cast your burdens to the Lord. You know, when we drive out devils, we don't say, devil, please come out. No, you cast him out. You take authority, you cast him out. This is not negotiable, you go. You go, you go. You've been around here for too long. You're not my cousin. You don't stay here. <laughs> The headaches that used to be on my grandma and my grandfather, it's not upon me. The blessing is upon this generation. And whatever was in the previous generation is not coming upon me. Unemployment, poverty, beggar. No! So when it shows up, you know, every family bloodline has got some issues. The Liberties has also got issues. But I refuse to live by the limitations of my clan name. 
because I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. The fact that some of my cousins are unemployed, I did not enroll there. I did not enroll there. The blessing is at work. Hallelujah. None of my grandchildren are going to wait for an RDP house. The blessing will overtake long before they wait for an RDP house. Hallelujah. And the blessing is about to increase. Amen. Cast your burdens on the Lord. <laughs> One day I was preaching this and the, the lady was standing next to her husband. She says, cast your burdens. <laughs> and she looked at him. <laughs> she says, if Pastor Jerome says that one more time. <laughs> the mayor and his wife went past the filling station to fill up. The mayor rolled down the window said to the petrol attendant, Philip. The petrol attendant looked past the mayor and saw the lady sitting next to her. She says, wow, how are you doing? The mayor says, do you know him? <laughs> yes, we were together at school. They started the conversation. He filled up. And as they pulled away, the mayor said, aren't you glad you married me? Imagine what your life would have been like if you married him. The lady said, if I had married him, he would have been the mayor. <laughs> and you would have been the petrol attendant. <laughs> Come now, give God some praise in this house. Cast your burdens. Cast your burdens. Cast your burdens. I want to share with you some stuff. I recently picked up this flu bug. Uh-huh. Is there any, any more of them around here? And I've tried. I hate injections. When I go for injection, my daughter goes with me. She holds my hand. And then I scream, and, and it's, it's a yellow drama queen exercise, you know, <laughs> when I go for injections. So I ended up going for injections, two of them, been to the doctor, gone back to the doctor. I've tried Esme Everard and everything she said. Those of you that are not laughing are too young to understand that one. <laughs> and uh, I've tried all the home remedies, and I'm still coughing. And then I went to the, finally went to the doctor. The doctor says to me, Jerome, you know what you have? You have the 100-day cough. Huh? I pay you money to tell me that? <laughs> Good money to pay to tell me that? And you know what? Your first response to the adversary, your first response to bad news will determine whether it be a faith response or a fear response. 
And if you come in agreement with the enemy concerning your health, your well-being, your financial prosperity, you empower the enemy to impoverish you and take away from you. And I'm thinking, a hundred-day coffee. You want to tell me I've still got another two months left? <laughs> and then I want to share with you this morning that the Word of God can be to you your painkiller. It can be to you an antibiotic. And the Word of God can be to you a vitamin supplement. Even if you are on, <laughs> I must laugh at this. <laughs> My wife the other day, <laughs> she was so excited and she felt better. Her health is recovering and, uh, and, she, and she says, this is how I fight my battles. <laughs> but in her mind, she jumps about three meters high. <laughs> but she didn't realize that time has moved on, mileage has moved on. And her jump is no more as high as it used to be. <laughs> and in order to go higher, she grabbed onto the handle. She says, anyway, the enemy would not let me jump higher, but this is how I fight my battles. You can fight your battles with a praise. You can respond with a praise. Um... God's promises are yea and amen. God cannot lie. All his promises and his prophecies over your life will come to pass. Can I have a better response on that? <laughs> Would you receive that word with faith? All of God's promises and all of God's prophecies over your life and your children's lives. Even the child that is now in rebellion, that is wayward, that doesn't receive your counsel, even the child that is written off, that some people say he's a candidate for to become a criminal, he will take you nations. The righteous will not be forsaken. The righteous will not be ashamed. And the righteous will not be abandoned. I had an experience some time ago, myself and somebody was chatting. We didn't realize it was five o'clock and five became six and sunset came. And we, in a, we were in a vulnerable, vulnerable place of a lot of crime and mugging and robbing. And whilst we were talking, we were approached by three gentlemen. And we realized that I started making calculations because I never fear when Jerome is near because when there's trouble, he's long gone. <laughs> but I'm, I'm standing, I didn't sign up for this. Something can happen here. We really need to be. So the gentleman next to me, I forgot. He reminded me. He says to me, I can take care of this. I am a black belt karate instructor my the hair on my chest came out not because of who I am but because of who was with me 
and my whole attitude changed. Please, come gentlemen, do something. I want to see something happen here tonight. Pull out a knife, pull out a dagger, do it now. Because I want to see something that I haven't seen, that I only see on TV. I want to see it happen right here. Because the Bible tells me he will allow my enemies to run in seven different directions. And this is the promise of God. He will never leave you, nor forsake you. Never. One of the great blessings I have upon my life is the peace that passes all understanding. Now, we react very different. All of us react very different in a moment of anxiety, in a moment that we experience a demonic threat which is directed towards us that's bigger than us. We tend to choose our battles. We tend only to face demons our own size. If they are too small, we ignore them. If they are too big, we avoid them. And uh, myself had had some very different reactions. One of them I can remember years ago. Thank God it doesn't happen anymore. If I hear bad news, I need to run for the toilet. Some people become nervous. Some have a vent of anger. Some do things in haste. I've seen a few people that respond in silence. Don't say a word. Some go back to your old addictions. If there's anybody here under the sound of my voice, you serve God faithfully, you gave God a big yes, and now you are tempted to go back to your old ways. You are tempted with the old addiction. The smell of some stuff has become attractive again. Some conversations and some social groups are having an, a temptation being placed upon you to desire their company rather than the presence of God. I'm here to encourage you. Another yes for God in this morning service and the enemy will flee. God did not bring you this far to abandon you. Amen. It's not time to go back to your old habits. Say goodbye to your old friends. Listen, before you go back to your old friends, take a selfie. I say take a selfie. Look at the selfie. And you will see how beautiful you have become since you've disconnected from the old friendships that you used to have. Some people respond by eating too much and others respond by not eating and others respond with headaches. There are a few things that I personally do whenever I come under attack. One of them is a seed attack. I've learned that every time I come in the presence of God with a seed, a seed that is sacrificial, a seed that is faith, a seed that speaks vision, because I believe every seed prophesies about your future. I also respond in prayer. The Bible says, in prayer and supplication, make your request known unto God. Before I send out a lot of WhatsApps 
And please believe me, those WhatsApps, you tell a hundred people pray for me, you think a hundred people will pray for you, they will gossip. You have access to God. You can call upon the name of the Lord. The Bible says the ear of God is inclined to the call of the righteous. And the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous will avail much. You have access to God 24-7. Hallelujah. Have a prayer. Take that matter. Cast your cares upon the Lord and come before God in prayer. Then we launch a praise attack. Number four, how I respond is I desire the Holy Ghost to give me discernment, to give me insight, to give me word of knowledge. I desire the Holy Ghost to empower me, and tonight I'm going to speak about that. Please don't miss it. We will have an impartation session, especially for the younger generation, the next generation. Get ready. This is the year of launching business in a big way and not be limited by South Africa. Don't waste your data on gossip chats. Chats, it's time to start business. Then I, I know, according to Acts 1.8, I will receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon me. And whenever I'm faced with that which is bigger than me, I desire the Holy Ghost. Then I also desire godly counsel. Please don't get counsel from your cousin who's more broke than you. <laughs> and then number six on my response is, I respond reading the word of God with my mouth open. Like a great R child, I read the word of God with my mouth open. Why? Because faith cometh by hearing. And your mouth is the closest to your own ears. And you can inject faith into your spirit man by reading the word of God aloud. Amen. If I go through financial challenges, I make sure that I speak the word of deliverance in finances into my own ears. If my body is under attack, I speak words of healing. Hallelujah. When I, there's an unsettlement in the Rand dollar, many people run for high blood pressure tablets. This week, the Rand dollar has made a lot of people sick. We've seen the Rand trading at places it's not supposed to be. But instead of that, I make declarations. Hallelujah. I shall lend unto many nations. I shall bo borrow from none. Hallelujah. These hands are made to prosper. My storehouse shall forever be blessed. Every spiritual blessing in heavenly places belongs unto me because I am a child of God and God is a covenant keeping God. Hallelujah. Now, in order for you to experience, you know, something happens powerful. I think it's somewhere in the book of Genesis, chapter 3, 14, somewhere there. The Bible says that when Lot, now Abraham had herd and cattle, silver and gold. Lot only had cattle and herd. He didn't have silver and gold. Do you know God places people in your life, spiritual fathering, Dr. Theo is your father, 
the house of pastors that are here are assigned as shepherd for the well-being of your soul. It is so strange that when we are under attack, we don't seek counsel from the very people God has placed in our lives to protect us. And uh, I make sure that I place the word of God on my hard drive so that I can spiritually press a button and then make these confessions to come out. It is warfare. It is warfare. God's grace is sufficient. I say God's grace. I say God's grace. I say God's grace is sufficient. I've had an experience. I, I, I want to live my life more and more dependent on the Holy Ghost. I walked into a shopping mall. I'm in a hurry. I got to the doors. The doors slide open. And I stood still. Because there was a lady that pulled into the car park. And something about this lady attracted my attention. She had a, a child on the back seat and another smaller, about maybe five years old, that were with her working in the booth. And the Holy Spirit just kept me there for a moment, just kept me there for a moment. And as I watched her, and I believe I was anchored there by the Holy Ghost for that moment, two gentlemen in a bucky pulled in on the other end. Both of them got out. One of them rushed towards this lady. And I knew I was going to see something that I would not like. And I also rushed. Now we both rushed. And I screamed at him. I said, not today. He turned around and stared at me. And loud on the top of my voice, I screamed out. And I shouted, not today. And he turned around back into the vehicle and, he, and they drove off. The lady hugged me. She says, my baby is on the back seat. They would have taken my car with my baby inside of it. Thank God you were here. You must allow the Holy Ghost to use you in strange places. God bless you. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.